0: That no,
1: we got the
2: like. Look. <laughs> I
1: feel
0: like I'm playing RuneScape.
2: I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, waiting for the Joseph Kevin. Yo 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 yo
3: yo! I can't hear the theme. Music, mm-hmm. but no, I, no, I can hear. I can no, no, okay, you can hear it. We Gucci. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, oh, welcome. Welcome <laughs> oh, to. Oh my God. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> or, welcome to. I'm not supposed to be here. Welcome. Yes, welcome, and I can't hear shit, yeah. but I am one of your hosts, Trent L. Dixon,
1: yeah. to my right I have Michael sage. we have Christian <laughs> at the mic, to, to the, to the, and to the credit we have Jules
3: from the exit, yeah. alright, and then we also have my man, I don't know what,
2: should I go buy Michael again? Yeah! Shut up, Mike! Jack's
3: Yo, yo, oh, damn, damn. It's been a minute since we recorded
1: one it's of been, these. It's been, it's been so long since we recorded. It yeah. feels like a new high. I'm just going to be all giggly, all smiles this episode. We're interviewing the young Sour Michael over here, a fine visual artist. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> He's like, I wasn't ready for all that. visual. No, that happened to me a couple of times, a couple of episodes. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot. Well, how you doing?
4: Visual, Like, I see all of y'all staring at me. I feel so like... Scared. I can, <laughs> I can talk to Jules. I mean, I can look at Jules and talk to you. I know that. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: now he's not looking at
4: me. <laughs> he's just <a> stressed <laughs> up in his
0: teeth through like this tiny straw right now. I am glad you! I bad. never fold under pressure." <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> they can just do a staring contest. Yeah, the whole let's, part. Do let's do it. Let's do it. The whole part
3: So, how's everybody doing?
1: I'm, I'm doing pretty blanked.
0: well. I lose. <laughs> 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 <'Cause> <laughs> Trent, no, because it was regular. It was just Trent was staring at you. Trent is. Committed Is he, yeah. you know, I, feel like, I feel like I'm talking to talking to cr- cradles. <laughs> oh. Uh it's
1: it's pretty good. Um right now it's the twenty-fourth of October that we're recording. It's hard to date the podcast. But it's nice, you know, it's fall season, no longer summertime. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we had a couple summertime episodes. Yeah, hoodie season. Shout out to A Buggy. Yeah, shout out A Buggy BX. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling?
3: Uh man, I'm straight. It's been uh oh since we last met, I've been to Iceland. Yes,
2: Iceland. yes.
1: Tell us, tell us about your trip. Um, I've been seeing some of the photos. They look fire beautiful. Ice, Iceland
3: was exactly what I needed it to be. You wow. know. Um a lot of green, especially where the hotel I was staying. I was staying in um close to the southern region of Iceland. Yeah. So that was away from, like, the, the city and everything. So it was, like, damn near nothing there. The hotel itself was on a farm. Uh, so, yeah, like, you couldn't wow. see. It was, like, almost pitch black at night with the exception of, like, the silhouette of um, mountains and everything. But, no, it was, it, it was wonderful.
1: The landscapes look so beautiful from what you showed me. Just And also, you seem, like, so happy to take photography. Like, take photography, um, take pictures, and, like, just I was admiring your photography in different settings and everything and just the one with the waterfall and the water and like all the people that was a really fire one that I was looking at. That was like awesome. Yeah, one with like reeds and everything in the wind. I was like, Oh, he's he's a cinematographer. Right now. He's, not, <laughs> he's not he's not he's not here.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was definitely it was definitely um fulfilling for the soul, exactly what I need. It was the um just the right amount of isolation to uh to deal with some things that I've been going through, you know. So yeah. Damn, damn. How yeah. long were you there for? I was there for like 5 6 days. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, No, nah, cool. it was it was yeah, I wish I could have stayed longer, but I definitely recommend it, especially if you want to do a solo trip, that's the perfect place cuz the crime weight is like like 0.0%. Like See, that's a know. real
0: nigga answer. We <laughs> studied the crime. <laughs> like, you got to. No, no well, the good. First thing, Either when I'm
3: moving somewhere or, like, I'm visiting, like, the first thing you gotta look up is if they like black people or not. Like, yeah, you gotta... That's yeah. another real answer. I'm in Japan. I'm in Japan thinking shit's sweet. Now, you know, not gonna just talk to me and like, yo, hey,
2: Yeah, like, you're not gonna... Yeah, that's not a...
0: Looking I'm, like naughty dog fighting for my life. <laughs> 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 Just
2: like I'm making drink <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> Look at on the treasure. Oh my
1: gosh, it's like mounting like the side of the train. That scene in the Uncharted 2, amazing. This amazing opening scene. I ain't gonna lie to you. You never played it? I know <laughs> Exposed. I be expose. making
0: references, i be like, yo,
1: close enough.
0: Like the second day of school, you like
1: It's like I saw Tom Holland in the trailer. <laughs> nah, that's that's
0: nasty. Nice <laughs> I, I know that's not uncharted. Yo, <laughs> No, they tried it, though, bro. They Boy, they tried
4: it.
1: Oh, man. How, how you been feeling, like...
4: Oh, it's not... Again, oh, I stared. I'm so scared. Well, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. It's just, just fine. <laughs> yeah, you're you're we good, good. It's you're all
1: good. family here. Like,
2: yo, what was the family? How, how, <laughs> <laughs> how you feeling? How you feeling about this yeah. nice I'm, little October day?
4: Uh, this, is, this is a nice day. It's a very cool. So I was able to, like, go to this little meeting and everything. And I, I play everything by, like, day. So, like, I don't care about what happened yesterday, so... Today's oh, been okay. That's I nice. Like that. You start I every day, day fresh. Yeah. yeah, I try my best though. At least. Hey, that, I mean
1: that's fire. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's like I a stupid real quick. We're like, wow, you get, that's a new. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new. <laughs> We're like, you could do that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to carry trouble. You got a master class for that or something? You selling
0: courses? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I live my day, like, daily as, like, fuck it, we ball kind of thing. So, like, every day you just be like, all right. The day that happened before, fuck it. Like, next day you just be like, all right. It's we're like gonna a clean sleep. slate every yeah, day. Yeah, try your best to. Yeah. Unless the problem keeps coming up, then you're like, all right, fuck it. So, like, you don't need to keep that energy in you anymore. I've been, I love reading books about mental, like, psychology and shit. So, Ooh. one of them is that, like. To get that mindset Of like Trying to push things away Or like Step back from your life Like a few feet away A few hundred feet If needed mm-hmm. And just see And be like Is it really important Nah Keep it pushing You
0: ah,
1: know some, some A little bit of stoicism A little bit of aloofness To not feel, <laughs> not feel everything <laughs>
0: Yeah Yo that nigga for, I guess <laughs> I didn't know that I thought I ain't gonna let Real talk I thought I was really The first one to think of that But I guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the jewels, What's going on with you man How you feeling How you doing bro, brother I ain't gonna lie you You had such a crazy day today You wanna share yeah, You wanna share, yeah, you, wanna share can, yeah. you can share some
0: details Nah y'all niggas are wicked bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The way, the way what y'all what said that to good song Yes Yes <laughs>
2: man So what's up T-talk
0: T-talk 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 I don't know I might be in love right now That's Oh "Whoa." yeah bro but also i be i'd be like i'd be a, a, a I'd be like a stoic emotional roller coaster oh <laughs> so, okay. okay so i say this but again who i pray knock on wood but we won't knock for the sake of the sound bro. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap. But tap, yeah, tap, I don't know. So roller coaster right now, you're at the no. Uh, I'm like bro. This is a blast. <laughs> you're, you're I'm like life. yo, you haven't been so happy. You like this shit's odd. Yeah, you. Like, <laughs> like, gotta be but wrong. this is what I'm yeah, saying. No, I like, no, 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 no,
1: have mm, seen the, ha- seen seen the movie. other day. I'm not gonna lie. What happened? No, no, I was mad happy. I was like, wow, this is the craziest. Minute. I haven't been happy. In a, I wrote it in a song. I was like, I haven't, been, I haven't been this happy in so long. I forgot the feeling, and I was just like, I'm happy that I can admit that. I was like, wow. Because you don't really know that you're like in the weeds of it, like going day by day until like you like see something that's not day by day. And I feel like that's the common thing, and then you're like, whoa, that's a whole different perspective.
0: Yeah, but like, nah, I also got that wop put on me, too. <laughs> <laughs> So it might also be that But like Also might be What you said as well Nah but all seriousness Wow okay <laughs> No but Like in all seriousness Welcome to
3: a very special episode Of I'm not So to eat. Yo <laughs> Immature hours Yo listen I'm, I'm invested
4: in this <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just like, met you today too This, this is cool
0: <laughs> Nah but I ain't gonna lie to you. It's just It's very nice It's very wholesome But it's weird though Cause like I feel like You ever talk to like a, Have a, a friend And she's just like Like you're like I never thought You would be like this like I didn't know yeah. You had this switch to you bro Like I can see like All this regular shit Was a facade You're not You're not Bruce When you're Batman I was like Like she just went crazy But um But my mom came home And then um I'm African You feel me It's like I feel like I feel like There's like There's still that still, uh, still instilled to you Like uh Sexual purity sometimes So you feel me Uh she was there She's like Is anyone down there I'm like no, nah, not at all This girl This is the first time I ever found out She, she feels under pressure <laughs> Oh. oh no! Like, she's like, is anyone down there? I'm like, no. All, then I, all we hear downstairs is a lot of I'm like, this nigga. Uh. <laughs> I don't know you're to just like stand there, just be like, you got to stand by your life. Like, I just stood on Fitness I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like who thought I, said? And I was just like, I, I, I started gaslighting my mom. I was like, I, was like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> a ghost.
2: Uh, <laughs> Phantoms <laughs> <laughs> Can That's
0: we start over?
1: Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the reference. <laughs> Nigga, nah, you got, you got I said to track, like, <laughs> I said to myself. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, then she tried to jump over our gate. The garage gate? Yes. Sounds <laughs> like you had a whole adventure. Yeah, Bro, but yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, but that, dude, this is the type of beast I'm dealing
1: with. You know?
0: it is, <laughs> that's so just how gates. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a real one, you know? No,
0: that's a real one, but, like, I was just, like, my thing is, like, you it's interesting finding out things about your partner in odd hours. Like, now I know, like, <laughs> I can't put no pressure on you, fun and
1: fold. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna,
0: <fold. laughs> gonna fold so quickly. Yeah. Oh, um, have you ever had any weird experiences like that?
1: Not like hiding from parents per se, um, but like hmm. just being caught off guard, like, yeah, I, I've been like caught off guard, nothing like that comes to mind. Probably like later, I'll think of something.
4: What about you? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this, I'm like, that ain't the worst. I'm trying to think of the worst. No, nah, I have one worse, I have one that's definitively like Jesus Christ. Let, let me let me hear yours because I mine could be really bad. Nah. No, you got to go. You got to go first. All right. Go first. I got two. I got two. Okay, All right. So, better. I'll do it with my girl. She will never hear this podcast. <laughs> yes?
2: Yo, that is, that is real. So the
4: host thing is like, but what if she does?
0: She won't. I pro- oh, oh. go for a reacts. No, no, no. She won't remember the <laughs> name. I
4: promise. She's going to ask about it. I just had her a whole fake name. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> so... Like yourself, she folds under pressure. She cannot handle no stress. She claims that she could, but in reality, she trashed. So, which is the worst time? I'm thinking of the time she met my family or the time she met my mom, and I can't really choose the two. So I, I grew up in the Hispanic families. Mm. Yes. So, okay. um,
0: what country are you from?
4: Colombia.
2: From... Mm. Oh, okay.
4: Um, and she's black. She's the oddball out of an entire family. Yeah. I'm the one who brought. Black person in our family. And it's not saying that, you know, they looked at her strange. It was just, like, looked at me like, what the fuck? Now
1: no, it's a, a, no it's, a, it's a cultural difference because even, like, my family is, like, Puerto Rican and Dominican. But when you look at my family, it's, like, mixed. You see people from all different skin tones and shades and everything. But it is, like, it is like a different thing. Like, I remember um, my uncle, he has my aunt who's Filipino. And at the time, it was just, like, oh, wow, that's, like, a different... That's someone... Even though our family is like very mixed and everything, it was like, oh wow, that's even outside of our sphere of like what is a family. So like when you're coming from like everyone's like Hispanic and everything, you're just like, oh wow, that's a different type of cultural thing. And so like it's a it's a little it's a little like shell shock, but nothing like too crazy. That you're just like, yeah. oh yeah, what? for what me what? it's
4: something completely different. So everybody in my family, my cousins, all dated somebody who's Hispanic. Yeah, for me, I was just like. Let's switch it up. Let me. <laughs> <switch it> up. <laughs> you,
3: intentionally dated outside of the.
4: It was not even by uh, like intentionally. It was like by accident. So I dated like a black girl in middle school, and I was just like, "This shit fire." I just, kept, <laughs> I just kept going with it. I was just like, I tried to date a Hispanic. I was like, mm, "All right, I'm gonna go go back over here. They they got some. They got flavor. So I'm back <laughs> over there. It hit different. It hit different. I mean. And. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this episode's going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And- Splash well, on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm done. Um, so you brought her into the family, and there's like, is it like, was it, um, because I even I feel like a certain like a lot of immigrant groups can feel this when you bring a outsider to like a homogenous like a uh, culture wise, is like, is it really like fish out of water situation, but mm-hmm. like you're with the fish.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, is it like a a a sink or swim situation? No, it's just no. If you're not
0: used to like judgment, silent judgment, stuff like that, it could be all like weird for the person.
4: I guess for me it was very strange when we first. So my family does a bunch of like these group meetings. I guess I, well, like family meetings where like my grandmother was like hosts this whole party, and then like we invite a bunch of family members, and most of them will come through. Mm. Um, I'm one of the people who don't come often because. Everybody in my family speaks Spanish. Trent knows this I'm trying to learn Spanish to at least gain communication with them. But they they're like known for only speaking Spanish. Especially my grandmother. She only she's an immigrant who came from Colombia to America, who had to build all the sheet straight Spanish. And the only communication I have with her is with my cousin who I have to like, you know, translate. Yeah, that should be tough. Yeah, and then having her to be like our translator, if she's not there or me and her just not talking like that, it's gonna be hard for me to even talk to my grandmother. Um, but when it's funny, when I brought my girlfriend in, everybody was like, huh, why? And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> the "Why?" yeah, and it was like so tough because my girlfriend knew more Spanish than me at the time. So I was yeah. like, that's why, like she can speak some of it. And, uh, when it came to food, she was just, she was, so she was so comfortable with her family and I was like, still like, that's crazy. I can't be this comfortable in a, like an environment like this. Like I'm so scared to like fuck up in some weird way, you know. Yeah, but that's tough.
3: What was the What was the situation though? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> he we, he we straight a little yo, bit. Yo, yo, <laughs> nah, Trent the
0: one to step up. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks when his nose. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: the hero that y'all needs.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the voice at night.
4: <laughs> the situation was. Um so my my parents they disappeared throughout the night often. And me and my girl has been together for like ten years. The one situation was um when she gave me a hickey and and it was not like a tiny hickey, it was a fucking massive like it was Right. You
0: cannot see this man. This man looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy complexion. Yeah. No so, so I can only he, imagine. I could so, only I could, so, so I
4: tried so. to hide it with a hoodie. So I tried to do like I tried to pinch up my hoodie like this.
3: But yeah. the thing is, you didn't go out and buy a turtleneck. though. No.
4: I couldn't. Like it was,
0: it was <laughs> the best time to wear a shy sweater. <laughs> yeah. Shite these weren't a thing at the time.
4: No, they were, you're <laughs> sick. So I was just like. The funniest part, it was on my left side. I remember this, and my bed would be, like, straight on the left side. So my mom is this kind of mother who would just invasively go through the room. Mm, Who's violent for no reason. Yeah, just open it. Nothing. Just kick that door down. Like, yo, what's up? How you feeling today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least with positivity. At least with positivity.
4: Yeah, and I was just like, oh, my. And I looked to my left. I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Don't worry about it. And she was, she literally grabbed my fucking chin and was like, what is this? And I was like, <laughs> what, what is this? What is what? Like, And I was so stupid as a kid, bro. Oh, my God. What did you say? I mean, weren't we all? Weren't we all... I said I got
0: beat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say you had a rash or something. I <laughs> 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 said so I got beat.
4: So you're like, a loser? <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, fuck, I got hit. I was like, somebody... <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why my girl folds is because when I brought her in, my mom was like, Oh, so you're the one. I'm like, Babe, that's, that's tough. Oh no. Don't say oh. it. Don't say it. And don't she it. she of course says it. I'm like, God damn. And I was like, <laughs> yes, she's the one. Like I, w- I was trying to avoid. I was like, no, like I was trying to stick to the lie. <laughs> nah, it didn't oh, work oh. out. Those are two
0: different situations though, because like you already been caught. Mine was like, I was really trying to really did the bold face <laughs> lies. <laughs> And God corrected me, crazy. <laughs> like, cause yours was like, you just flustered in that situation. Mine was like, who's here? I'm like, Casper. <laughs> you just hear a thud, bro.
1: <laughs> nah, <that's, laughs> nigga, that was really it. I can't explain. The doo doo I don't even know how, if you ever been, well, you guys won't ever be to this house, but like if he goes to this house, it's like, it's a, it's a great distance between the room and the front. So I don't even know how loud of a sound <laughs> they dropped. So I'm but saying, like, I feel
0: like she had, I feel like she did that on purpose. That's what I'm like. I'm like I'm about to talk to her, like, yo, so you don't respect me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> 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 don't respect what I got going on my whole situation, sis. I said, silent. You ever played. Splinter Cell Figure it out <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is like the box From Metal Gear Solid just Nigga, like, bing, bing. Bro, the,
0: bro at least the box Won't make that much noise It sounded like someone Punched the door <laughs> <laughs> oh, With
1: fury oh, <laughs> oh man You have a situation Like that Shred uh, He's a grown ass
0: man
2: In his younger
3: years In my younger years Nah uh, He's been cool. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta think on it. I'll get back to that. We are gonna circle back to that one. <laughs> oh, Try looking at it. I was like, damn, oh, going will be struggling. Huh? <laughs> 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 Woo! I
2: remember that time
0: of my life. Yeah. That's Oh man, me like, Iceland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but my mom was like, it was like when I was living with her. She was, she was, she was cool with me having like a woman over. That's fire, girl. Over. See how you so talking? Like, like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, I think I built up like enough um, trust. Uh, With my mom to 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 know that I wasn't you know. I I mean. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like there there was like a stark contrast between like my brother and I. Like my brother. How's your brother? my brother is older or younger? He's older. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, see that. Mm. Yeah. You want to dumb? You take the the older sibling carves the way, and you just I'm here now. Yeah, yeah, no, like I
3: got like I have four older siblings. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. your mom was like just I talking got three sisters. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She's like, <laughs> I guess, no, nah, my um, uh, my family situation is a little more unique than that. Um, mm. so my sisters and my brother and I we have separate uh, mothers, so my brother and I we come from the same mother physically, and then my sisters. Mm. Come from a different mother, physically, okay. but we're all like one Understand big family. How? Like their mom yeah. is my mom, and vice versa. So, you know, there's no real yeah. separation. I don't call them like half mm-hmm. sisters or no shit like that. But yeah, you know yeah, that, yeah. I was, I am the youngest, so yeah, I had them as an example, <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> but what I mean, not to do. <laughs> I mean, but I never really to right to right there, and that's it. No, but another,
3: I never really got into a lot of trouble anyway. So, oh wow, you know, okay.
0: yeah, you're awesome, uh, guy. Uh, sometimes.
4: For real? Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. He I said he that. said. <laughs> hold on. I got a
0: little bit of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: like I I've, I've, I've had my fair share of shit, but you know, oh. it's mm. never like most of the time I'm I'm
1: I'm what, what's like an instance at least recently cuz I have not been privy to these stories. I did not <laughs> I just see Trent as like the most wholesome person. I'm like oh. same. What? Um recent stories of me getting
3: in trouble? Uh no trouble in Iceland? I don't have any <laughs> nah, I, was, I wasn't looking for I was looking for peace in Iceland I wasn't looking for trouble oh, that's
0: Nah, nasty. I ain't gonna lie to you You don't want to be A troublesome black man in Europe That's not the yeah. vibe <laughs> That's not I the vibe be. You won't
3: Yeah I mean, I don't know Some of Oklahoma. The, Oklahoma. I don't know what the I didn't research, the, the print, research? What the prison was like really East like Rocky for a month <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No comment for your brother."
0: am Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you good. Gotta read the room. No.
1: <laughs> oh man. No, it's 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 so interesting. this blackness around the world. Like, even when we we touched on it before, but whether it's like you have you introduce family from like other places to like someone who's of a darker skin tone, or like how like even the islands and everything is kind of like a like a mosh of, like, different cultures and different people from darker to lighter skin tones to, like, going out to Europe and everything and feasting, like, different types of, like, um, experiences just because of, like, your color skin is weird. Um, to It's weird, but also, like, fun to, like, understand the nuances and mm-hmm. what it means to, like, have the Black experience in different places. And, like, in other places, it's not even the Black experience. Like, the Black experience, someone said, is mostly based in... United States because yeah. we had based on color most people in other places like they're more closer to like homogenous society so it'll be just like oh what tribe are you from where city are you from what place are you from well if a mix of like let's say in the asap Rocky situation like he came over had a, had an instance of that so it was like the black experience overseas so it was a little bit so it's like a little, little nuance but it's just interesting to see
0: it depends though I feel like a bigger thing with difference especially traveling is definitely a classism because if you come in as a wealthy tourist or just even just a, a regular citizen or above average citizen with, work, with a certain amount that you can bring to the country or to their yeah. society, you get treated hella differently.
2: Yeah,
0: I yeah. was gonna I
3: say you, celebrity might have played a part too in the Asap mm-hmm. Rocky situation. Exactly, and sometimes yeah. they like to make an example out of
0: people mm-hmm. as well. They said we um, do not play that. Yeah, but um,
3: nah. But but what's interesting about that in Iceland is. Uh, And the homie did like a trip to Europe uh, like a month or two before me. He kind of said the same thing. And then I felt it in Iceland like it wasn't it didn't have the sort of same racial component. Uh, So here in America, as a black person or person of color in general, but especially black, uh, you know, a lot of your interactions, you have to question Mm -hmm. the way something was said or meant or, you know, is this because of. A, B, or C, you know, is race involved? Like, you know, you're, you're constantly... I feel like it's a constant tension, constant looking over your shoulder, and I didn't feel any of that in Iceland. Like, it was... Only only people that kind of looked at me funny was, like, uh, these these people that were in the same hotel as me, and they weren't from Iceland because they mm-hmm. were staying in the hotel. You know, yes, this mm-hmm. guy, he kind of looked at me funny, like, oh, my God, a black guy. And then <laughs> this girl came out <laughs> she was all goofy and giggly. But, I mean, other than that, like, it was... <laughs> you know, it she was, was, like... Up. Uh, so time to
0: wake up uh, I, I apologize <laughs> no, That was the nah, girl nah. Was in the monologue When she seen you What's so, <laughs> up <laughs> She's just sort
4: of warm
3: <laughs> But now, nah, Like it was It was definitely Definitely a really Stress free experience
0: I don't know yeah. I feel like I have a To be honest Personally speaking uh, I'm African I grew up uh, in a, I grew up in a Private black school When I came here In America For mm. like like, it was to the point where I saw, like, a, a somewhat, I think, mixed or maybe light-skinned student. I looked at that nigga weird. I said, what know, what? What are you? What are you? <laughs> and I, even when I went overseas back home, there was a lot of... I've touched, like, a, a homogenous nations and that sense of homogeny. But just being... um, Everyone is black, but the difference, at like, least for me, was, like, I'm American. Or when I'm here, it was, like, I'm African. So I guess I don't really walk around too much with that fear of, like, why is someone's questioning me? And I never tired immediately to race. I'm just like, oh, especially in New York. I'm just like, oh, it's just, it's just yeah, I don't yeah, you know. Yeah. You just wary of other people around you. There's been times I had moments where I was like, oh, this is really a racial thing. But then I just chalk it up to ignorance because I feel like, oh like, even especially like, especially like a nation here. I feel like there's a lot of focus on race when it uh, distracts from bigger divides like uh, wealth, di- wealth uh, disparity. Because even then, you got to keep in mind, especially like if I play make believe, especially today with some some young. Uh, Men we always they always wanna make you tie back to like blaming it to uh situations to your race, whether you're black or white. And even on the white side, there imagine the world is telling you that you're supposed to be wealthy, then you're actually broke. Like majority of the people in the country not broke, but you're not as like you're not like is it's month by month for your for your living situation. And on top of that people are blaming you for it. And then for us we feel like we feel like uh most white people always look at us. Like you say you see it, you see it on their face. Yeah. It makes it hard for you to like connect with them on a like we're both struggling, but we're just reacting to the information that we're fed around us. I don't know if I went on a crazy tangent right there though. No, 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 That's an
1: interesting point. perspective. Um, I refer to like um I read a book called Cast by Isabel Wilkerson and um she talks about a lot of that aspect in the sense that um her argument for like the racial structure and the racial component of like America and everything is more so of a caste system in the sense that it's a culmina. it's the blending and fusion of um, classism, racism, and like other types of isms that like mm-hmm. tie together that could kind of tell the difference between a person. So in India when the caste system it was like religious uh, background and everything kind of led to the racial higher the hierarchy of that. And it led to like different types of forms of violence and everything based on the different types of, um, the different classes. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was a yeah, that yeah, was a that was, like, was right on point. That no. was <laughs> on point.
0: I was, I was fine until she, tr- tr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that <My> ball spin! That ball's spinning.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so she essentially talks about, um, the white southerner who was not a plantation owner per se, but also helped in like the propagation of enslaved people in America. And she talks about how in modern times, it's um, often found that, um, it's often found that they carry a lot of the burden of like the, of the past woes, while also being just in a similar impoverished situation. However, that was used in the past to, like, like, let's say, for instance, voting rights, like whenever something is made in such a way that it disproportionately affects a population, um, it just catches everybody. It doesn't matter who, what race or color or anything. So, like, if you deprive a certain area just based off, like, race, let's say redlining, there's other people that are of other races that live there as well. And so they're going to get caught up in the thing regardless of color lines. So, like, let's say in the situation where someone is less fortunate or less less wealthy, and then they also feel like, hey, you're supposed to be like, you're supposed to check your privilege and everything, but like, what privilege? But they're also stricken by the same thing as a byproduct of race without even knowing it as well, which could be a contributing factor. But yeah, I don't want to go d- too deep. I want to save that for a later episode, honestly.
3: Facts. The greatest Americans have yet to be born. They're waiting for the past to die. Nice. But that's not what today's episode is about. We're here to interview Michael <laughs> Bach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty minutes later, y'all. yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah <see>. <laughs> Yo.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're here to talk about art though. Uh um, so tell
4: us all I back on Michael Tell us Michael This is a crazy transition What is this like? So No 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 I'm joking i being so, way too serious nah, I'm sorry. I will jump on to this No 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 So Bring it in So this is A weird transition But I used to do a oh Do two photo projects uh, Project series That are based around Black women And black men They were called um, uh, B-O-A-Q And B-O-A-K Which You know when you say it's black and black but the Q was for women which uh, stands for uh, beautiful loving admirable queens and the King one I couldn't do just because strangely enough you know I mean I guess it's kind of weird if I just came up to a random black guy and I was like yo you want to take some photos like I think that's going to be weird just coming out of context be like hey you want to take some photos if I never met you ever um, but strangely enough like I would approach black women and I will just say the same thing. Like, do you want to take some photos? I think you'll be a great inspiration. Yada yada yada. They would be more willing to like do these photos. And let me break it down. the The photos themselves was meant to encourage Black women to uh, be more photogenic. So, uh, so this came off my girlfriend. Um, well, my wife, and she never really loved taking photos. She was she's very dark skinned. Um, like yeah. well now she's not as but when we first met, she was really dark skinned. Like if you talk if you took a photo of both of us in the same time, she'll look like a shadow, I'll look like the light. Like it was that like clear day. Mm-hmm. And so she's never really liked taking photos. And I was like, This is stupid. Like I like taking photos of you, I like taking photos with you. Um so that's where that whole series came in. So when I done the series I would basically interview the model and say, Hey, I have a few questions for you, like Why do you not like taking photos because that would be the first one like do you like taking photos no cool now you're a candidate if you like taking photos that's cool but this is not what the series for the series is meant to encourage you to take more photos to be more self-confident in yourself Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of the times was they had like relating problems like one of them was um, just like I said with my wife they just didn't like how their skin came out um uh, I My fault. We had a we had a little interruption. <laughs> um, another one might have been like the way the hair was done, or um what's a? It was mainly that first one, but or um outfits in general.
1: Yeah. No, no, you good, you're good.
4: Jules's <laughs> face, I'm sorry. Like,
3: what did I do? I did not say, say no <laughs> words. We, we have
1: we have we have dad in the studio. <laughs>
2: You us. <laughs> yes, but
1: um, my bad, I'm sorry. Too, <laughs> <you> so.
2: <can. laughs> no,
1: but I was um, that's a very interesting thing because um, I was talking to um one of my friends' moms and um, I had done a product shoot for someone for a brand and um, for that brand the hand the hand model was um was of darker skin and it was interesting because uh, for me I saw like i myself have darker skin so i kind of know how to adjust the brightness to make sure that the especially with me i always love editing colors and everything Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's a common issue um just not prop not properly like illuminating or lighting people and so like it becomes a thing where especially in the fashion industry too where when they edit photos they like they
2: hyperbolize
1: (laughs) they hyperbolize a person's skin tone so like it'll be just complete dark, like com- like the absence of light in the photo, rather than just like having the natural tones of someone's skin and, and like introducing the, and the nuance and the yeah, melanin yeah, and yeah. everything. Because it's not like the front and the per- and the front and the back of a person's hand is like completely dark. It's like maybe it's a little bit brown, but maybe it's like has a little bit of line and everything. It has a gradient to it. Yeah. And I find that when someone tries to take a picture of someone, they sometimes forget or they're not used to. In, like let's say you're in a population where most of the people are fairer skin so whenever you go to fair skin you just know oh yeah these are a type of, type of uh, lighting things and light bounces this way and it kind of reflects so I don't have to light as much so when you go to a different thing um, and someone's of darker skin and you have to light them and you have to oh my
3: gosh I'm so sorry
0: I ain't gonna lie to you That was the most disgusting thing I've really ever <laughs> seen him out. Yo, you were so captivating Then I saw like I saw like a loogie Run from your nose Like it was a free slave oh It ran <laughs> south from, Bro Yo, Bro I, I, Imagine seeing a bloody nose But it wasn't blood But pure Mucus You, know you got exoplasm in your nose, bro
4: all I'm right. so sorry guys I'm sick man <laughs> They had
0: hang time <laughs> man like, <laughs> This shit was fat like, like, it was not, not a regular COVID situation It's like <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry They were like they're
0: Got limited edition COVID bro <laughs> Oh my <laughs> I'm so, god I'm so sorry You
1: guys are Oh man You
0: guys are all of that. It's okay Breathe brother Breathe Oh yeah, my you god good. We all
1: been there Oh nah, man Premise premise of the story I'm sorry, I'm sorry Listeners <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna limit it for me. <laughs> 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 not worry, there's no video. <laughs> there's no video. Thank goodness. But um, yeah, that? it's just it's just interesting to see that it's more so of a. It's kind of like what Jules is saying. It's from just a point of ignorance, not willful ignorance, but just a point of not knowing, and then just Im- implicitly making it so that someone feels like less likely to take photos of themselves, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, just speak more towards like your art more generally, like what do you look for in your subject so like from what you were saying from that one project even that like one like little small project you're kind of looking for we led with like an intention to create like a certain type of like visual and like from looking at some of your stuff you like like to balance surrealism and you like to balance some other aspects into your art as well
4: so for me I have a few different like mediums when it comes to photography I think my overall Purpose is to take people who don't like taking photos, people who don't like how they look. Um, what I wanted to say before though, when we were talking about that, was that um, you remind me of this point that somebody brought up back in some I don't remember exactly where I was reading it from. Um, it just Mm. reminded me of um, French Prince of Belair because they use that as one of the references. Remember, um, on Viv, yes, um.
0: The first or second?
4: The first <laughs> So <laughs> is the first. they use them as a reference, even though that was not the reason why she left. They use her as like you see how Anfey is like uh, lighted versus like Uncle Phil. You see yeah. how his skin tones are, and then versus her skin tones when they're in the same room. Mm-hmm. That stuff really like gets me tight because I'm like, even though she's dark her she's gorgeous. Like she's fucking gorgeous. And I'm like, yeah. why couldn't we, like, you know, focus on her? And they were focused on him. And then, you know, eventually they caught her. But then when they bring in the other outfit, I'm like, everybody saw it. And I'm like, why couldn't we just stick with, you know, darkest uh, tones? Because that's exactly what, you know, we're used to.
1: It's also a mix of, of colorism as well. But um, you know
0: what's interesting? My fault mm-hmm. is that, like, you speak of Beller. Have any really of y'all seen the reboot? Um, I the reboot I addressed know. that problem. Like, if you look at the just the visual production of it, the way they light it, it makes it makes it seem more dynamic, larger than life, polished. It gives like the twenty twenty version of what wow, like I moved to Bel Air. But I
1: feel I feel like time, at mm-hmm. least in terms of media, and in terms of people kind of speaking up against that, because a lot of times, like even in even in like some of the Marvel movies, they have like black um, hairstylists and everything, kind of working with Afro sexured hairs and everything, kind of introducing them to the space to kind of help. Alleviate some of the past woes. Like before, it used to be like, um, just culturally, people used to just get their hair straightened to emulate, like even in the bluest eye by like Tori, by Toni Morrison and everything. Like they were talking about like some of the beauty standards. So a lot of beauty standards come from media, and so like, just people being introduced to this space to kind of show like the authenticity of a culture, in terms of like if I'm filming in New York, um, it's gonna have different types of hair. You're gonna have different types of Afro textured hair and everything that you have to work with and everything.
0: You feel like that's still. A, I feel like that might have been a. Uh, I feel like the prevalence that issue, like the the, uh, what's the word, the amount of times you saw that issue, the was a lot during the 80s and 90s. But now I feel like, it's, I feel like it's it, still it, it went mixed. it went crazy. Like I feel like there was a mo, a little small wave where they try to force diversity and it didn't feel authentic. I feel like what we're seeing now is like a real. Rise of authentic diversity, like,
1: yeah. I feel like that's in part because a lot of people are doing stuff independently, and Mm -hmm. I feel I credit that to the internet. Um, the internet kind of democratizes media in general, so beauty standards, and there's not really, um, we touched upon this in like a different episode, but there's not really a monoculture, it's more so that everyone kind of has like their own kind of silos and pockets, which is its own problem in itself, but in a sense, it allows you to kind of. See yourself in different forms of media, which is good, but it has its its cons as well. But um, would you but would you prefer that
0: to would you but would you not prefer that do uh, compared to before where there was maybe a chance of a bigger monoculture? Bills there was there was there were little people who helped cu- uh, curate and gatekeep what you saw in that big of a large sense. Now it might be difficult to have a big monoculture, but it reflects for the most part more. More, uh, more a wider range, a spectrum of opinion and taste, uh, and just in culture.
1: I feel like it's a mix. I feel that, in theory, yes, but just because not so much that the culture itself is like too diverse, it's more so that the avenues where that culture is kind of like where basically the international. Inter, intellectual property lies is still in a few hands. Mm -hmm. So it kind of nullifies a lot of the things. So let's say like one of the tenets of like critical race theory and everything, it would be like interest convergence, meaning that like a team in the 70s didn't really become integrated because they wanted to be integrated. It's more so that they became integrated because let's say one team decided to have a person that was black on the team they would also play very well because they were just just as eligible, if not more eligible, than the people that were already on the team that they won the championship. So now everybody's kind of integrating because they're like, I need to get the talent as well. Mm -hmm. So the interest is not the intention. You see how, in your case, you came with the intention of why would you want to, why do you feel um, uncomfortable in these situations? Why do you feel uncomfortable? And so that was more so of a conscious effort to rectify a past wrong. It's more so for them they just saw that both of their interests aligned so they just diversified just because it was just something that led to better results. And so a lot of the times in current things it may be just interest convergence like Netflix will make a show that's in all types of different languages just because it opens them up to different markets not because they want diverse shows.
2: Mm.
1: So it's it's that type of situation. That's why I'm like it's good that we don't have monoculture, but it has its cons because the avenues in which we get to that place are not the most purest.
3: Yeah, everything has its drawbacks. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Oh my God!
1: I'm to my So, in that type of environment, how do you feel like you make your art kind of stands out?
4: I personally do not care for having my art stand out. I think I'm at a point in my life where um, it's not about being the being the next Banksy or. Being the next, you know, any big artist. Uh, I want to, like I'm blanking on the other artists that I love. Yeah. But it's just, you know. um, But I think at this point in my life, like you said, there's so many artists. There's so Even in New York, like we can go through Manhattan and we'll see 27 photographers down two blocks. It's not about like focusing on trying to blow up against them. I think it's more so focusing on problems like like i said before like if you don't like how you take photos um then i think it's best to like focus on your unique problem why don't you like taking photos what caused you to have that mindset in the past like you said sometimes it is media itself where um i think her name was nadia I, i have to go through the list or uh cheyenne where like they would not want to take photos just because the media was showing them like, oh no, it was um Sapphire. She didn't like taking photos even though she was a beautiful woman. Uh, she recently like shaved all her hair. Yeah, and I was just like, why? And she was like, oh well, because you know I'm supposed to have you know this big long hair. I'm like, no, we're gonna take photos because you have no hair. I sound so fucked up. But (laughs) yes, because you have no hair. You did it on purpose. And like later, like even that same night, which was amazing. She like took the photos, put them online. And she was like, you know what? Actually, I shaved my head because I didn't want to be like constructed to this idea of like me as a woman meant to have like hair or like having curly hair or any in that sense. It was a few years ago, so I cannot tell you the exact words. But basically in that same idea that she was like, I did this because I wanted to have no hair, not because I was trying to rebel or anything like that. I was just like, damn, that's exactly what I was looking for. And it, it's like moments like that that makes me so excited to like get into photography and taking photos of people who do not like it. And this is there's not only like a BOA cube, but it's also, um, what is this, uh, un, quote unquote unphotogenic where I kind of get everybody, you know? Mm-hmm any race, any color. And it's kind of the same premise. But the reason why BOAQ was like a separate series was because it was dedicated to my wife, where it was like, you see all these people who are taking photos, what's wrong? Why can you not? Like, what's stopping you from doing that? Mm. So eventually she does, and eventually we get over that whole block. And it was kind of the same idea, where she saw her older photos, and she was like, this is why because I was so dark in there, but now I'm not as in here. I'm like they're the same freaking skin person, the skin person, skin tone, same person, but like you were putting the premise of like that's a bad thing. Like no, it's not. Like it, if, in your eyes, if it's bad, you can blame the photographer. That's why I always tell somebody if, yeah. you're, if you don't like the photo, blame the photographer. Don't blame yourself. The photographer messed up in some sense.
1: Um. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I just love that. I was thinking back to some of what we said in the in the photography episode and like how every photo has like an agenda and and just speaking to you and everything. It's just like you're able to kind of nullify that and just look for authenticity Without exploitation. So, like some people look for authenticity in, like, let's say, like a traumatic event, like we talked about, like with yeah, the falling yeah, building uh, picture. So, it's like that's authenticity to violence, but it exploits the person in the thing. It's mm-hmm. like you're counteracting that by going with the expressive attention of combating why you have certain ill feelings towards something and trying to do use photography as a way to break past that. And I feel like that's a good method to kind of. Combating a lot of the stuff that we visually see and some of the stuff in terms of just making art generally. Like, you shouldn't try to, like, um, I heard a line, I was listening to like a no name song, and she was just talking about, she's getting at the point that a lot of times people congregate towards artists because they sell black trauma and just trauma more generally, which is tough because. At the same time, you're speaking to your authentic experience. Like, I know when I write sad stuff, it's sad stuff because that's what I'm going through. But a lot of times, it's when you don't have those instances of going through that pain, then people are like, so what am I What am I here for? And it's also the profitability and some of the, the contrast and the nuances that come with that. Because I know some artists, they kind of just don't really play towards that or don't really play completely towards that or they readjust or re... What's Brand. that
0: when you say, what was
1: that? When you say
0: they don't play towards that, Was that?
1: So like they don't play towards like putting their trauma out there first mm-hmm. in the sense like they'll just make songs that are not trauma based, but it'll be like, it'll be just talking to them, their authentic selves. Like I know it would be. Telling stories or doing it in the same vein as you were talking about before in the sense that addressing, using it as a way to voyeuristically address a problem rather than voyeuristically experience a problem without offering a solution.
0: It depends. depends. Especially with stuff like music and situation. I love a good slap. Sometimes a good <laughs> slap will have, you have to like, I feel like even the most... Most most of the greatest songs, even if like the person didn't write it, but a uh, singer, the person performing, they have to give a piece of themselves into it, as if they're like acting. Yeah. Just, so that might be when you have to do stuff like that for certain music. Like the pain does add like a little sparkle to, to the to the magic. It might it, it might just be it might be just like a, just a thing humans tend to listen to because every time you hear some of these trends that people are mad at, you got to keep in mind this is still a reflection of the audience. It's yeah. not like is. The audience might be fucked, but we might like the pain. Sometimes it hits. Yeah. I think, um,
3: and there's something I was I was rolling around with that the idea the other day because I heard it on another podcast, um, and it, and it's also it was explored in Atlanta a little bit on the uh, the Teddy Perkins episode. Um, mm-hmm. It was sort of the question of does in order for art to be great. Does it have to come from some great pain or suffering? You know, I, I think yeah. with the Teddy Perkins, they were they were highlighting the idea of you know Michael Jackson being one of the greatest pop stars ever. But you know, Just not for at debate. Look, yeah, are not look debating
0: it, it either. <laughs> Except <laughs> if Drake, maybe.
3: Yeah, Yo, not even. Gotta, I don't Drake? know Drake? what. Oh, no. Hold on, no, no, we about to. We about to. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> looking at looking at MJ. You know, he was he was beat mm-hmm. by his father. He caught on fire. You know, he he thought all these things happened to him and then through it all, his art became great and timeless. You know, and I think that's something that always, you know, comes to the surface. It's like, if, if you know, if this artist is going to be great, do they have to have a tragic backstory? Like I don't think it's that
0: story? though. I think, I think it might, the tragic backstory maybe helps with like, uh, even with art, because even I'm figuring to sell like, Sometimes you have a good product, but also especially like like selling selling something as an artist, you have to craft a narrative. not just mm-hmm. for the not just for the body of work, but as you, especially as an artist, because you're gonna your life story is a narrative if you think about it. Like Banksy, the Banksy we know of Banksy is the editorial version that is fed to us. You feel me? Even the the uh, the stories we have even with people in in the past, like Alexander the Great, George Washington, or even other people uh, like uh, uh, the the uh, Harriet Tubman. Frederick Douglass, uh, even of uh, uh, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, the, the the highlights we know, especially in the broader pop culture, is narratives to serve a certain purpose. Whether Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, that's to spread the purpose of uh, sharing the uh, the idea of civil rights at the time, yeah. or with uh, Frederick Douglass emancipation, or even with uh, George Washington. The uh, establishing a, a, a national identity and something for most Americans to be proud of, and, and and even Thomas Jefferson, but we don't know the true state is similar to that with music. I think we do. Conf- to go back to the main point was that we do conflate sometimes a tragic backstory. I think if you're able to do is I think it's also a big tie to discipline, because he because of his father he had to learn discipline in such a harsh way, right? And on top of that having the fire on top, he had to still learn. Harsh disciplines. Uh, even like modern people, especially even uh, let's say Kanye. Uh, no matter how you feel about it, he also went through some tragedy. The loss of that car, the car accident with his jaw. First of all, yeah. he still went over through that, and then the craziest one probably the loss of his mother. Niggas don't talk about that, but that's that was like his foundation. You lose that, and he still somehow has to figure out a way to keep going.
1: And that type of that type of grief informs a lot. Like even just writing from grief sometimes, um, just dealing with loss and. and it's a it's a deep type of emotion, and it's something that we all have to go through. And it's also looking at like your point of existence, and just being aware that you won't always exist. And that sadness is intrinsic to every person in the human experience, mm-hmm. which is kind of why we gravitate towards that. Um, and I kind of floated this idea, like, let's say there was like, for all stated purposes, there was like this one grand like thing that. This entity that like creates everything right um but it has nothing to reflect itself that's kind of in the same vein of itself no matter what it creates it'll always have a piece of itself but so it puts a piece of itself into something and that loneliness of being within that is intrinsic to everything that's created which Mm -hmm. is kind of like how i see like why or explains helps explain some of the nuances of like Maybe our experiences, like... How so?
0: so? You lost me there, brother. You went crazy up in the clouds for a second. No, I lost no, no, you. I, I
1: was following you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, got, no. I got you. I got you. I got you. Smile, smile. So let's say you're given the, the choice to make the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you either make the universe or you kind of just exist in this abstract state. You Most people would create the universe or maybe they'll be in that abstract state for however long. There's no time because you're just in the abstract state, but they, they'll get bored eventually. They'll want to make something. So they make something. A piece of that has to come from you because you're the only thing that exists. Mm. And so that piece of you is always in the thing. Like even when you make music, whenever you make swords or if you're a blacksmith or whatever, you make a podcast, that essence, that energy or whatever is going to be transmuted to something else. And so if you're isolated, there's nothing, just an abstract state. That abstract state of aloneness I feel sometimes translates but also that abstract state of just love and culmination of being alive, being existing also culminates in things so it's not also negative so I feel like it's a contrast between the two that's in all art. It's being being like all love and also being all alone.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Michael? I don't so for me this is going to get really sad. For Let's me at least, I don't. Let's get sad. So I grew up alone. I was yeah. an only child for... I'd say 17 years? And then my brother came along. And even then, you know...
1: Yeah, that's a big issue. do be parents. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, even I would not connect with my family at all. Like I said, even before, I did not mm-hmm. connect. So I was alone for a long time. And I think that kind of made me an artist... In a sense, because, you know, there was no way for me to talk to anybody properly. Even now, you know, some people at work, when I talk, I don't talk as everybody else would talk. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not speaking gibberish, but I'm speaking in a weird language that, like, I I wanted to tell you, like, it's like if I want to say I love you, but I'm saying, like, in a weird way, like... Oh, you know you do a great job, like that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say that yeah
1: it's it's a disconnect between what you intend like what you're thinking and also how you express yourself, yeah, yeah,
4: uh, but because of that, I think the best way for me to actually connect with some people was through art. I think the best part about it was that, like I said, even my photography, I know we were supposed to be talking about like physical art, like the tradition uh traditional art, no but it is art too. This is the the core of what it makes that physical
1: stuff comes after.
2: Yeah,
4: but the thing that made me like more um, happy was the photo shoots. Like I was telling Trent earlier, I used to do shoots in this building, and um, when things was really fun is I had this one uh, model named Miles, and he was like eighteen years old, and this dude was uh, going to be I think a computer technician or something in that field, and just by talking to him like and he was a recurring model and these models I never paid. They just kinda came and I was like, Oh yeah, you wanna come back? Follow me. Let's come back, let's do another shoot And through these shoots, I would just talk to them, like even walking, uh so most of my shoots were happening outside. So we would walk and find some shots to take some. And I would just ask them simple questions like, How are you? you know, how's your family? And and then we'll develop into their whole life and I think because if we didn't have photography in common or um, them wanting to be a model or me wanting to be a photographer, I would never get that kind of connection. I met uh, a woman who came from Europe, who came here to visit one time. And we she was only here for like three months. But in those three months, uh, me and her got the chance to shoot. And within one day, I found out that she came from Europe, that she's very outgoing. She's looking for somebody who's trying to do uh, headshots. She's trying to be an actress. And um, she had like a pet dog, a freaking family. And I was just like, within like an hour, I learned all of this about her. And I'm like, this is the kind of connection I want to have with people. But I can't have that with somebody at my job who's like, oh, yeah, let's worry about how much we're selling or, you know, let's worry about these guests who are taking too long on this That uh, per you know? That per cap. <laughs> it's like, I can't have those connections because we're so quick paced
1: yeah um it's transaction economy,
4: yeah, and it's just like I wish I could have more of those like more emotional connections with people mm-hmm. um and I think because of me being alone for so long that that it um that kind of like fueled that like fire to try to reach out to people through some other form of object, like um drawing mm-hmm. or. Photography or just being an assistant with something.
1: Yeah, I feel like shared activities brings you closer to people. Like, if we didn't do music, I don't know if we would have met each other.
4: Oh, no,
0: that's not a fact.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hate to to do that.
0: No, I ain't gonna lie to you. I am, I'm, I'm definitely also like, Bro, I grew up, like, I grew up in the Bronx, but my parents were like, nah, we got to see it, this nigga, this nigga looks, <laughs> 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 no, like a problem. So I was in my room, bro, playing Roblox, um, a Roblox man. just observing the world, just, but through my room. And um, I really made a lot of my friends through activities. The more, and mostly when I went to high school, I just wanted to stay outside, so I just joined clubs for the fucks of it. Yeah. I was a young Republican. I was a Marty Wynn kid. I was a choir kid. I bro. Senior year, I would jump from. I did a little cross lifting.
1: For context, me and him went to the same school. We didn't see each other. Nah, I knew.
0: (laughs) Nah, I ain't gonna lie. This nigga had a special beam cannon, okay? (laughs) This nigga was like. It was so beautiful. It gave me Young King Neptune. But you was just. I knew of you. Like, every. Our social circles was like one person away. Every yeah, it time. was.
1: It was so weird. Like it was. I think I did ride the train a couple times with him. Like after the cross, but like we would not talk afterwards because I, I was in the lacrosse team. He was just. There for I was a random workout.
0: nigga, and I was just yo. Like, I was going crazy though. You can't lie. I was. I was. Yo, I was putting up weight numbers, bro. I felt <laughs> like
1: Chamberlain. I was like, I
0: real talk. I could do this if I really wanted to. i lucky. I can't see. But um, even to, <laughs> even to this day, I'm like I make a lot of good friends too. Like just my, cause that's another thing with discipline. When you consistently see somebody doing something or even adjacent to something you like to do, you naturally gravitate gravitate towards them. Just naturally, you have like some level of respect because you like you don't might not know what's going through or the day to day, but they give a they they care enough about something to give a certain amount of time and attention and care. Because like you said, they even pay your moms, they just like they just light their craft. Of, making art with you mm-hmm. and it just naturally happened. That's like genuine love and it uh, yeah. shows you like it's not like you go went to a party because you can meet anyone at a party yeah. but meet anyone at a certain certain type of things certain type of disciplines that's when you, you have a high chance of make, building like genuine connections.
4: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'll definitely add on to that. Like the general connections truly I still talk to some of them on and off even to this day especially on like Instagram because that's the only time we can even talk. And we'll still talk about, like, trying to meet up and do another shoot. Heck, even when the people, like, uh, my ex, we actually did a shoot recently because she wanted to do more photography with me. And, And I was just like, oh, how's your pops? How's your moms? Like, just learning through that. We don't text anymore, but because of that one scenario, we were able to, like, talk about, like, everything that was happening.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Jewel's got some heavy feet up <laughs> um, But no um, Speaking to um, Both of the major points Like even though I wasn't an only child Same thing I grew up I felt extremely alone I'm kind of the black sheep of the family You know like none of Nobody in my family ever moved out state You know I Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> um, I think I might be the only one other than my father to date someone outside of my race. I feel so fucking fancy right now <laughs> Yo, um, I
1: wish we did this on video.
3: <laughs> yeah and, and I spent a lot of time in my room like my my brother was he was he was the popular one. He played damn near all the sports basketball, football baseball and he was fucking good at everything. And he was the one everyone knew in school. Meanwhile, me, I'm the artist. I, I sat in the back of the class. I stayed to myself. I didn't go to parties on weekends and shit like that. And so, you know, I, I gravitated towards art because all these things and these feelings I had inside of me, I had to get out. And I think in some weird way, I thought it would connect me to the world more. And in some ways it did, and in some ways it didn't. Um, but to go back to the tragic figure thing, the point I always come to is it's not necessarily the tragic backstory I think that people gravitate towards. I mean, it is in a sense, but I think overall what it is is honesty. Like, it's all, it's all honest. We can all identify with having to lose because when you live, it's, it's kind of a fact of life. You're going to lose something, you know. So that's something that speaks to us. You know, um, I, but I think um, stories of, of victory and gain also gravitate towards people because, you know, we, we experience that with the people in our lives, you know. I mean, not so much as the loss because the loss is definitely guaranteed, more guaranteed than the victories. But overall, I think it's it's, you know, in whatever art it is, it's honesty. If it's honest then i think it's going to attract some sort of audience.
4: um i find it well two things. one, i didn't know that about like your brother cuz i thought it was the only one. So like i said i'm the oldest, but i always gravitated towards people who were very popular. In middle school was like my friend this dude named Carlos, he was very popular. He had like all the jokes, had all the girls, yada yada. And I'm the one in the back who's just like, go, 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 you know? Like, I support him. And even now, like, Gad, like, he's the other dude, And he's, (laughs) he's the one who's more popular. Like, if you put me and him in the same room, you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're not friends, but we're, like, really close best friends. And it's so strange. I keep gravitating towards people who are very popular. It's just because I think it's just that aspect of what I'm not, you know? You know, when somebody is really in the opposite realm, you're like, let me let me gravitate towards them. Even my wife, now I'm thinking about it, she talks to more people than me, and, like, you put me and her in the same room, she's the other half. She's super nice. Like, you guys don't see me on the street, but when I walk, I have this thing called a wrestling bitch face. Oh, <laughs> I just found this out. You just, <laughs> yeah. just mean mugging niggas on yeah. the regular. I don't know, I think, and she told me, like, yeah, you do. I'm like, how? Like, I think it's just when I'm thinking, I just have, like, this face and I'm just like this is just how I look but when you look at her she has like this face that like lights up the room Mm -hmm. I'm like we shouldn't be together but we are and I think that's really nice because at least when we approach somebody if something happens I can tell them off but in reality, you would tell them off. Again, so You'll say something and be like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's me. I'm in the back. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Say that. I'm over here like, I don't want to talk to them. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: interesting. No, nah, it's, it's funny to say that. I just, I, I kind of have the same dynamic with uh, my best friend. Like, in high school, he was the popular one. Like, he, everybody knew him. Ew. He's a singer uh, and all that. And like, and everybody knew me as the guy with the funny afro that hung out with him. <laughs> I can't
4: yeah. imagine you with an afro. <sighs> Don't oh, make me pull out how my How big head. was, like afro was yeah. the afro talking about the afro? You had an afro? Yes. <laughs> I feel this is going to be like Samuel Jackson. You have with a the great arrow.
0: skull, though. I ain't going to lie to you for a ball, You have a great skull. Thank, Thank you. If, <laughs> bro, you have the great skull.
4: You ever seen an oblong head?
0: He, he said... An he like oblong <laughs> <blonde Yeah>. head? <laughs> you know what
1: he what said mean? oblate spheroid for all my air science people. He <laughs> said... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you into oh, a
3: pharynology at
1: all? No? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Oh, man. That was but my yeah. favorite. This is an amazing... An amazing episode. <laughs> um, I just wanted. To, wait, let me see. <laughs> oh no! Hold
0: on. Yo, wait, my so God! No! no.
1: That's Whoa! <laughs> That's fire! Sure, oh, I'm so sorry for the listeners. I definitely screwed up the mic. That's fire! I love the after. let We'll drop the uh, the photo on the link. All right. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's
3: <the> from <laughs> you. Yeah.
1: yeah. But um. Gosh.
2: Oh
1: no. <laughs> That's funny. That's also awesome, though. Yeah. So what happened? Oh, yeah. No, so what happened is
4: crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was in a uh, car accident that burned all my hair Oh no. No, 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 no. no. no,
2: I'm
0: just playing. Oh. <laughs> I, just
2: I am play a victim. Like
0: <laughs> How dare you question me? I like that answer. I'm a steal <laughs> that. victim of baldness. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, 14 years. Oh, <laughs>
3: Yo man, take it off. Just represent for the people with big foreheads. We out here. We outside. All right. All
0: right. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> this is. Crazy. more vulnerable to music? I'm letting you know. <laughs> oh man, are you ready? Let me I see. need a drum roll. Ta-da! We can't. See no, that. I think we got
3: a drum roll on this, man. We have a drum roll. Do we have a drum roll? We, a drum roll? Oh, fine. we got a tamarind We got a rim shot. Now nah, we don't have a drum. Roll. I gotta get
0: you memes. I gotta get you memes so you can put on that
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I think we're I think we're drawing to close. Yeah. Um.
2: That's, oh, not, bad. that's, oh, not, yeah, that's not, not bad
1: That's not bad How old bad.
0: you think I am? <laughs> that's a real question How old you think I am? <laughs> got grown mothers talking to me like Like, like I can be the one that step up Don't, like, look, miss.
3: don't look at my hairline. Look at my eyes
0: <laughs> I got that Vegeta coming in Giving him prince of all sins. Yeah we heard that before Keep going oh, God. Yo. Looking like A.I. on the Timberwolves uh,
3: this episode was crazy. This episode was all over the place, but I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're coming to a close. Uh, final thoughts? Um, on anything? On, on life?
1: On thank you, yeah, shout thank outs. Thank you, shout outs. Um you think? I'm not supposed to be here related? I
4: think... I got nothing for now. But I mean, I love this podcast. I love um, the concepts you guys came up with, especially in this episode. And... It kept coming back to like, you know, struggle, and then came right back to art, and then like we talked about um Iceland, and then we came right back to <laughs> art. <and laughs> talked about foreheads, and we came right back to art. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. We kind of just like
3: bounce. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Art. We come art.
0: The theme is art. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a booberay. Oh my mm. God. But yeah. Shout out to Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if y'all knew that movie That was a great movie, bro That yeah. was really fun um, oh, Thank you for having me It's crazy Because I really listen to y'all niggas Like in the shower Like I'm scrubbing my balls I'm like, wow oh, I'm, like, I'm like, wow, like, wow damn <laughs> I, I didn't see how y'all did that I saw that Mmm, facts I had the water too hot <laughs> But, um, nah uh, Other than that November 3rd We have a A little art gallery coming up uh, Crafted together by my boy Sage right here I uh, Help participate we also have a project coming soon called Phantoms. It's like a little tape, a tape without the focus around the theme of like uh, love, loss, the erotics of it, the uh, the vulnerability of it, the wildness of it. And uh, it's interesting It's like a, Imagine if a, a Drake fan And a Kendrick fan A Denzel Curry fan Came together And then ended up With psychedelic stuff It's very weird. I don't know how
1: We did this <laughs> that, I'm not gonna lie Yeah I can't wait I can't wait
0: But um, okay. yeah Thank you for having me uh, I'm Jules from the XJWL. Dollar sign from the X I drop songs every week Videos
1: Things like Of that nature yeah. uh, Special shout out uh, special shout out to the artist behind me. We got jazz in the building.
0: <laughs> just chilling in the corner.
3: <laughs> yeah. We love you jazz. <laughs> yeah,
1: shout out to jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she suffered through us being yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the outskirts yeah. of this podcast, right? Um, shout out to everyone that just made my mood great, um, and just um, being able to work work on art has been really fun. I've been doing a demo every day, so it's been really nice doing that. And uh shout out to all that.
2: Yo
3: I was watching Jules eat his ice cream like a lizard. I don't know what was going on. I
0: have to think about the listeners. They wouldn't have known if you didn't snitch. This is
4: a very chaotic I was, episode. I don't know what the title was is. encapsulated by that too. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> <just> like, <"Wow." laughs>
3: but he did not break eye contact with Sage. Because
1: I am making this, good this is against... the studio sessions go. Word. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank yous and shout outs to Michael VG for showing up. Uh, yes. And yes, thank sir. you so much for, for for designing our logo. Folks, if you need a logo design, <clears throat> come to this man. What's your Instagram?
0: Uh,
3: it's. Say it uh-huh. again. We're going to pull
1: it up. Yeah. We're going to pull it up. I really I really enjoyed it. It was so beautiful, a process. And I remember I, I walked up to you in the photo walk, and they were like, he's the one that did the logo. I was just so happy. I was like, that made my day.
4: <laughs> you caught me off guard that day, too. Yeah, I, was- I
1: felt so bad because I can't like, if if you catch me, like, at 100% energy, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I go kind of, like... <laughs> He was looking at me and shook his head. but like, yeah, like I go, I go kind of wild. So he was not ready for that. He was, and up over here like he doesn't even know me. Like I'm just at a photo walk. He's taking photos of people, and he's, just, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you've been our logo. It was, like, <laughs> it was that
4: I was on the floor, like literally. And then you just came up next to him, and I'm like, oh, who's this guy? Oh, hi. I was just like on the floor, still taking photos.
1: Yeah, he's like on the floor posing, like he's not even standing up. And I'm just like, oh
4: my gosh, <laughs> thank
1: you, thank you. It looks so beautiful. And he's like, what? You
0: know what you remind
1: me of?
0: Right. We have full energy. You ever watch uh, that Brad Pitt zombie movie? World, World War Z. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, like, a just, great
2: book, by the way. I've <laughs> heard. Book.
3: The book is like 10 times better than the movie. But wow, the movie yeah. is solid, too. The movie is solid.
0: Are you watching that?
3: <laughs> Yo. Uh, so Michael Van Gordon art. Mm. Is the
0: IGT. Yeah, I, I know you have a second one. E- How do you spell uh, Van Gordon?
4: V A N G O R D E N. The second one Thank is um, Visual Galaxy. Oh, dang. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Visual, you <caught> it too. <laughs> Visual Galaxy. Uh, Visual Galaxy underscore, but they banned me from using that account. <laughs> what? You got shit. Shit. He's doing some wild shit. I don't know what happened. Instagram was just like, nah, he's making too many followers too quickly. Cut him. So like I can't even use it anymore. Yeah, that's wild. How many followers were you making? They thought they were boxed or something. What happened? Like within two months, I had like two or two to point two, two to three thousand followers. That's was, some player shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. I like still like got that's fire. That's I was like, just like, all right,
0: off the bustle. They, they ain't They ain't pushing the p, bro. They ain't keeping the p at all. Damn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, we're coming to a close. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Anyone who tuned in, thank you guys for thinking about listening. Uh, You have been a magnificent and visible audience.